The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Today's episode of The Cantina is brought to you by Grow Generation. Whether you're at the Death Star or the Senate, they have everything you need to grow right where you are. More from them later in the episode. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nale, and remember, no droids allowed. Yes, welcome to the Cantina. We are back this week. It is myself, Cam Clark, and as always, uh, co-host Kyle Malone. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty pretty good, man. I'm sorry if you guys can uh, hear the lawn mower or the weed eater whenever I talk, but they're they're, they're almost done. <laughs> I, I couldn't. No, no, I can. No, it's it's like when somebody mentions to you, um, there's a there's a Led Zeppelin uh, track that they mention to you that you can hear the squeak off the bass pedal, and you never notice it till someone mentions that to you, and then you hear it, and then you always hear it every time on that song. Yeah, it's like um, anyway. But no, I, I I like that because it's like uh, Endgame, uh, when it was pointed out that the the kid in the uh the diner. At the beginning, uh, well, not very beginning, but with uh, Professor Hulk when we first meet Professor, he looks at the camera. He straight, straight, dead up looks at the camera. I can't unsee it. Every time I see Endgame, I see that fucking kid look at the camera. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, that, that's sometimes what makes these little films, all these little things that you notice. It must be a good film if you notice these things after a while. That's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few in Star Wars, and you know that we we notice and we kind of love as well, isn't there? A lot of mistakes. Obi Wan's like, like say saber not being fixed, being one of them. I mean, yeah, that was a classic. Uh, the obviously the classic bump in the head yep. stuff, you know, that happened. There, there was there's quite a few little bits and bobs. I'm not we're not going to get through them all because we probably talked them a little bit when we did a <laughs> kind of extensive reviews and things like that. Anyway, anyway, why are you listening to the Cantina this week? Probably here, Kyle and I talk once again about whatever kind of Star Wars news has been kind of jumping about this week. So we're going to jump off on. Well, an Obi Wan Kenobi set <laughs> leak, set video leak. Um, oh my and, god! This guy or girl, well, whoever they they are. 
Just the set video thing. It's fun, funny. Keep going. Oh yeah, right. Sorry, I, th- I thought you were talking no, about something. No, else. no, no. I'm on. I'm on this. This it's hilarious. You're you're on the page. You're on the page. Um, and it is quite hilarious because like it's it looks to me like it's a security guard mm-hmm. doing the rounds round the set with a fucking mobile phone out taking a picture and then they've just uploaded the the cantina music from um star um going through it while this guy just our gal drives around the set and and shows us it and let's be honest though there's nothing revealing at all in this this video whatsoever there really isn't but what is perhaps more interesting is the person who uploaded it on tiktok has said there'll be more coming. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it sounds like Lucasfilm have a mole in the ranks um, on that Obi-Wan Kenobi production and someone who's just a little bit uh, fancy for you as well. <laughs> Do you see this ending well, Kyle? Um, no. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm sitting here sh- sh- shoving my face while watching really? the video on my my phone and what's so funny is like you said that 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 comment that that more's to come and i i had that same idea you did it's like i don't know if this is a, a lucasfilm em- employee otherwise they would have already been sacked and it would have come out and we would have i think this is like you said security guard so, yeah. some but surely they'd be able to work that out yeah. fairly quickly, mm-hmm. you know, by, there must be some way Katie, to kind of identify, uh, like, the, the time it was shot, the time of day it is, who was uh-huh. on site, who was running security, and just basically go to the security firm and say, basically, you know, we don't want we him on anything our like this, thing we're getting rid of yeah. you as a security company, and we'll we'll go, we'll we'll find somebody else, you know, it could be as, as much as that, it that could they be. could go into for this, because although this one isn't revealing i mean we just don't know what else that this person could come up with next i mean he was talking about you know potentially some fight scenes yeah like as things start to get into um filming and you just never know where these things do originate sometimes but yeah this is this is i mean there's a hundred hundred percent that that's the obi-wan kenobi set in la i mean there ain't no doubt about that yeah no no i mean i i think they definitely are probably recycling stuff from um, Mando and Boba Fett, which had ta- Tatooine uh, sets. Yeah, I mean, but it makes sense. Yeah, there, there's still stuff eventually. I mean, there, there's times that we don't catch them. Like you said, thing, things that we don't catch the first time you see something. Even the first hundred times you see something. But on time 100, 101, you, you catch something. And and it's it's story driven Easter egg this that or the other. That's kind of like my my fear is not necessarily someone trying to spoil anything. Somebody maybe trying to you know show that there's a cool yeah this cool thing going show on something that yeah seems mundane but you notice an Easter egg or something that like, you were supposed Aww. to pick up in the in the show. You you ruined ruined it you you mean luke luke skywalker travels in time and bitch smacks his dad for 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 not being able to jump over obi-wan after jumping like 80 feet earlier (laughs) Uh, um during the the worst lightsaber fight ever in cinema 
Yeah, well, we did cover that I last week. I don't think extensive. I don't think extensively enough to to do it justice. We'll just have to get Mike on and just shout at him Again. for a whole yeah. hour next time. I want. I do want to say this. We'll get him to bring bring his case and present his evidence and everything like that. But then we'll just mock him. That's what I want to do. I I offer a, a lightsaber debate challenge to anyone. A, a duel, if if you will, for in, any one or two people that wish to come and, and talk about the the choreography, the 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 style, the the actual technical a- aspects of the lightsaber duels throughout Star Wars. But yeah, I don't I don't know. There's ways they could get at the at the person making the, the videos for certain, even if it is a third party contractor. But I think that because of, you know, privacy laws and, and th- things like that, that that might be why um, we haven't necessarily heard about this person's f- firing, but you are right. It would be very easy for Disney to be like, pull this person off the project or you're off the, the project. If, if yeah. they can get a replacement, because you got to think you also got, contractors for like um uh equipment movers uh p- people that are d- delivering yeah. g- goods uh caterers there's a lot of con contractors third party dude like it could take them a long long time to find them all yeah i suppose so i suppose so that's that's the thing with these things sometimes um you know it's it may not be that easy for them to actually root this person out um but when they do i mean they can really I mean, they can do a lot more than sack this person as well. You know, it they depends can prosecute on them and yeah, it depends on if they sign what they've NDAs signed. And they, and yeah, yeah. Well, you would imagine that as an employee, they they've told them, you know, you're bound by the same terms we agreed yeah. as as the company coming in. You would expect like that, you know, but and who knows? Then it, then, who knows? Then there's always the question, and this is always an an interesting one to to me. Um, because a lot of the filming happens overseas these days. Uh, you, you know, Star Wars has been filming mm, there in, mm-hmm. in the UK for, you know, ever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but it's an American yeah, movie, an American uh, uh, writer, director originally, all, all that. Um, so you start looking at, you know, jurisdiction of civil cases in a in a situation like like that you know that would be a a a civil case it wouldn't necessarily be it could potentially depending on again local law it's such a weird thing but the guys what kind of agreements they've got in place exactly with the with the studio with you know if we're talking about leaves in studios or something like that you know have they got some sort of deal in place but the people that have been working there have been working on secret of movies for oh yeah it feels like forever you know what i mean so so they probably have really tight security, but then this in LA seems as if they've kind of just built this. I, I don't know where I don't know where in LA they're actually that this is happening. So I mean I don't know shit about LA. I've never been to America, so much of LA. there's no point in me talking about it. Um, I can only stay stay there. Somewhere so in in there, that's where it is anyway. And you know it is the right kind of place to film in terms of kind of an environment as well. Um, you know, that's going to look like Tatooine and, and not have to kind of fly over to Tunisia or somewhere else in Africa to actually shoot all the scenes that they want to have in Tatooine. Anyway, so what we found out is that there will be scenes on Tatooine 
<laughs> and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Shocker. Shock. You know, none of us thought that. No, we thought Owen Stick, and Peru were taking a va- vacation out, out to um, uh, Mon Calamari, you know, know. S- see the waves. Yeah, but, uh, maybe it was all going to be set underwater and it was yeah. going to be like a Finding Nemo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Finding Obi-Wan. <laughs> um. Anyway, sticking with sort of Obi-Wan, there's a bit of interesting kind of official information came out this week, which fans, myself included, picked up on, and I wrote this article up for LRM as well. And basically, um, it's a new sort of book that's coming out, Skywalker Family at War, and you know it's got into some of the kind of background, a little bits and bobs, and there's an excerpt that was that was posted on Reddit on the R Star Wars Leak subreddit, which you know we post stuff that goes on there and you know i pick up stuff from there yeah. as well because you you know i've always said you you know if you're looking for news you will never beat reddit for speed yeah you know, those guys someone in the world will find it quicker than you so you know when you're looking for news it's it's a great source anyway um the excerpt basically confirms that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon started being able to commune about 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And of course, we just found out officially the, you know, the press release that we talked about last week for Obi-Wan that the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is actually set 10 yes. years after yep. Revenge of the Sith. So, we're in the kind of time frame where it's possible that those two things have been kind of planned, that you know, they're going to have now, there, there is an Ahsoka book which references that Obi-Wan first heard Qui-Gon's voice about a year after Revenge of the Sith, but it doesn't necessarily say communicated with him. It could have took him that long to actually have a conversation Yeah, versus with him, maybe you know, getting feelings. Because remember, Qui-Gon's not fully manifested. Like It's, it's Obi-Wan that appears to Luke. It's not as if Luke needs training yeah. to speak to Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan's fully trained. So Yoda and Obi-Wan can appear to, basically, as far as we know, whoever the hell they want. You know, that's that's obviously Force-sensitive enough. Um, but, you know, Qui-Gon is only able to commune with people after, you know, and Yoda only hears his voice the first time after, you know, deep meditation after all the events of Revenge of the Sith. You know, and then we found out in the Clone Wars that he had been, you know, leading up to that point. He had been going through almost training by Qui-Gon himself. Um, and then he was going to go to Dagobah and, and learn some more. So it doesn't necessarily seem as if he can just willy-nilly talk to to Qui-Gon at this point either. Um, so it does feel like it's something that, that takes a long time to learn. So it's it's conceivable that we could have the first proper conversation in a long time between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan um, as part of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. We don't know, it's just a it's just a theory at the end of the day. There's nothing to say this will think, you know, happen, but it's just one of those connections that you could you could easily put together. Yeah. I said that I would kinda I, I did put this wrong and somebody pulled me up on it in either Discord or the comments, I, I can't remember, and I'd say I would feel a bit cheated at this point if they don't bring Liam Neeson in for a um, a sort of voice appearance. We don't necessarily we we shouldn't be able to see him, but we should be able to hear his voice. Uh, and I really would like to have a conversation that happens in the Force between Obi Wan and Qui Gon. 
I think me saying I would feel cheated is what the person picked up on, and I get that actually, um, because you know it's kind of the, there's some sort of sense self entitlement that I have to that you know which we've been talking about recently. People just seem to think they they should get whatever they want in a movie or a show or whatever. All I really mean to say is I think it's a it's a good opportunity for a scene like that, and I think it's a scene that a lot of Star Wars fans, myself included would enjoy seeing so it would, I'd kind of maybe just be a little bit disappointed if at the end of it we hadn't had that you know but it really just depends on we don't know anything about how the show is going to be structured so there's no guarantees that that is going to be the case what do you think for, okay. for first first any anyone that ever says how dare you want something get get bent like honest, you obviously want want something. Somebody else wants something. I like all meats pizza. You come at me with fucking banana peppers. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the pizza at you, right? I'm gonna I bacon and 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 pepperoni and sausage and extra cheese. That's good. Am I somehow wrong? Yeah, but it would I be. Won't, I won't. Eat it would be fair to say though pepper. that like <laughs> you, if you don't get what you want, doesn't mean you've been cheated though. And I think that's where I, Potent- I, I use potentially that. I could still feel that way, and and you're completely fine to feel that way because this this is the thing. People look right now out there is a group that are screaming up and down. Hey, we want more new stuff, not not old stuff, and they feel cheated when they see. A lot more old old stuff getting praise than new stuff, and then not necessarily the person that talked to you, but this happens. Then go right around and tell someone else, "Oh, you're acting entitled because you want old old stuff." You everyone is in into everyone has an opinion, so get get over. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm with yeah. you on that. So, but to to your point, I yeah. agree that Neeson would definitely be cheated being one of the only ones you know to, to from that prequel trilogy and clone wars era to to not get some some love other than a uh a, a, a voice only and uh it's kind of cozy died though and canonically can't really be fully trained that it was why it wasn't quite going just showing up everywhere you know right. and why didn't he help anakin and that would pose so issues. you know, they've, but they've kind of they've made have... that work though with the way they've they've built it in. But at the point Obi Wan say there really isn't any good reason Not why to. they would say don't do this. Exactly. You know, we don't want to do this. All we can say is that Liam Neeson, when he was asked about it, said he hadn't been approached. Um, but I think he would be up for yeah, it. You know, the way not? he was talking as well. But if it is just a voice role, you know, and it's not a lot of work, maybe they've just kind of reached out to him and he said, yeah, let's let's talk, you know, and, I, you know, I'll do it at some point, you know, let's just work out the schedules. But he just doesn't want to say anything. I mean, that's that's absolutely possible as well. Yeah. All I'll, I'll kind of say on it, and I think you then agree with me, Kyle, is we'd like to see it and we hope that Neeson does have a voice part. And yeah, the can all be sure because we'd like to see a conversation between them. I, you know about Anakin and everything that happened. You know, I would even, I wouldn't even mind him appearing in in Ghost Force. You know, the the first person to 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 do. They could make it some. I mean, it, some they, they could explain thing, you know? that that's the first time he's really been able to now yeah. that kind of 
Because what's happened... He has appeared physically in animated form to Yoda, but only in a certain place. Right. But, you know, Obi-Wan could have to journey to that same place as part of the, sh- the show yeah. as well, you know? So we, we just um, don't know. We know that. Is, I mean, that would be cool, but at the same time, I'd be happy enough just With the to voice. have yeah. the voice. And yeah. one of the in- interesting things ab- about it is, you know, like you say, said, um, and, and Lucas tried to connect some dots in a, a deleted scene i think from Re- revenge of the sith um but it takes qui-gon quite a bit to to sh- pop up in go- ghost form but it takes uh every jedi after him like no no time at all <laughs> and i know that they try to yeah, do that but- by saying oh i've got a technique yeah, to teach you and, and stuff yeah, yeah. but so he he kind of yeah. he was learning, <laughs> but you know he hadn't he died before he could learn. Whereas the rest of them have already learned yeah, by like the I, time they die. Yeah, so like I said, they they had a loose connection, and then they, they had went to, in to try give to a reason why there wasn't just four ghost force ghosts running about the place during the prequels. Because that was one of the questions you always thought: Can they just you know, is there all these ghost Jedi's just running about advising people that know everything? You know that kind of that would be too op. So, um, do you know? Yeah, do you no. know what I I I kind of like the way the EU made it. Not everyone could do it. It was very much similar to what Lucas did, but he makes like a a, a whole training, or well, not just Lu- Lucas, but Lucas Filo- Filoni, Filoni, and other others okay. involved uh, in the in the prequel prequel era lore. Um, but in in the the old EU not lo- looking at, at that, it was about your connection with the Force, like how connected to, to the Force, how in tune so, like, you were. So, the stronger people could do it. We're more likely someone to... Someone at my Yeah. Yeah. We're more likely to be okay, able to do, do it than than others, and not 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 everyone, even even some of the strongest, never popped up again. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I see. That was one of the things I don't think I don't didn't like about you. I seem to kind of remember that now, and I remember as well. And one of the things I hated is when like dark side users come back and appear to people as visions as well, because it kind of made me think that that went against the way the movies were telling you. Is that like to me like the 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 theme or, or Yoda versus Emperor was always the Emperor wanted to live forever in a mortal form. Yoda was somebody who naturally lived a very, very long time, but he didn't care about that. Yeah. You know, he was happy to become part of the Force and everything like that. And that's why the secret to immortality isn't really anything to do with the Sith because it makes you twisted and yeah. old and wrinkly and everything like that. The secret no, it doesn't. is your to Force lightning reflected off a light lightsaber makes you old and wrinkly. yeah. But this was before the the prequels were talking about. <laughs> yeah, here. So remember, I had my own ideas about why. You know, the Emperor looked like that. And, that yeah, made sense. Yeah. and I think there was some stuff in the EU about how, you know, it, it become you so corrupted by, yep, it, you know, yep. the, the dark side and Much everything better. like that, which made more sense to me, yeah. Um, anyway. It was also part of point. why, in the EU, why Anakin couldn't just, heal himself. He, he right? couldn't, he was so twisted by the darkness and, and ha- hatred that he couldn't even use the force to to do like p- 
positive things within himself like other other Jedi can. can. Yeah, I mean, I even remember reading some of the stuff where it was talking about, like, almost he used the power of his hatred to kind of help keep him alive. Yeah. Like, his body was actually failing, yep. and it was the... It was his hatred, you yeah, know, so yep. he had to keep that fire going, you know, and he could, if he could keep it going, he could almost, like, be okay without the suit, and then once it dropped, he would he would need the suit back on again to keep him alive, like, he couldn't sustain his anger, and he at the time thought, what is this about me, you know, and, and that that was, I remember reading that in one of your books, and again, that's far more interesting than anything we, we've, we've seen most recently in live action that's for sure yeah uh, anyway, anyway. We, we could go on about that all day so uh, otherwise you know we obi-wan kenobi we also saw kind of ewan mcgregor he looks as if he's got a quite fulsome beard at the moment and um, now that'll be pro- probably before he goes in and the makeup guys get hold of him and say this is what we want you to look at he's yeah. probably just trying to grow the longest beard he can uh, so they can just work with it yep. um, at that point, but you know we know it's about to kick off, and well, it's already. I mean, been it's kick, basically kick up and running. You know, it's just I'm not sure if McGregor's actually on set got film any, anything yet. Yeah, does he have any friends in, in the can yet? Yeah, yeah. I sure I wonder the, this about Obi Wan Kenobi. I wonder if they're gonna do the um uh super uh uh. Superposition, superimposition. Uh, where they put Alec Guinness's fucking face slightly over his in post. Oh no, that would be. They did that once, didn't they? What wasn't it for like a photo shoot or or it was something? Maybe you know a static photo was completely different from sustaining something like that in a movie. Oh, that would be awful. Um, no, I mean. Guinness is long gone now, you know, and I, 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 I see, to be honest with you, I don't think they can do that, I don't think they have the rights to use his likeness in live action or anything like that, I think they can use his voice, but I don't think they can use his, oh. um, his likeness, Maybe I'm, I'm pretty was. sure, um, it's only, I've only ever seen it since the movies and anime yeah, before. Yeah, maybe that's what I... I got, and it's not as if he can can give permission for this. I I think it was. I just don't see a makeup thing, and they were looking at. I think that's what it was. They can use it privately as much as they want. Yeah, Yeah. I think they were using. I think it was maybe like one of the making ofs for clones or maybe Revenge of the Sith as they were trying to use it like a makeup traditional. Because I liked his look in Sith. A lot better than he's looking attacking the clones when he had the weird mullet. You know, yeah, and stuff like <laughs> oh, God. I didn't like the mullet look. He was he looked so much. They better they than screwed up anyway. with the the ages though. But yeah, we God fucking. I mean, whatever. yeah, they did. But you know, they they screwed up George, all the other George. shit with ages as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, wanna... We could talk about a rumor that just broke today um, from Cinelinks, um, who. It's just kind of Jordan Mason, you know, if you know, he's a kind of weaker scooper. Um, not a lot on Star Wars recently, but this one kind of, we, we talked about it kind of off air a little bit, and it kind of feels like this this could be right. Um, and they're basically saying that they think Din Djarin himself is going to make an appearance in The Book of Boba Fett, which we know has already filmed. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's pretty much wrapped as far as we know. Yeah, um, I think they've still got a couple post. of things to do, Mike was saying last week. Um, but, you know, could could be finished any time, basically. Um, that Obviously, it might not even have involved Pascal have to be there. It could just be some voice work or something like that. But that, that's interesting, and it feels like you and I feel that there's a couple of different ways that could work, and quite naturally for... For uh, Din Djarin to show up in the book of Boba Fett, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the big big things you and I br- brought up was um, that the 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 phrase book of Boba Fett and and the idea mm. of ch- chapters is very key. And you and I, yeah, it's a strange title mm-hmm. for the show. As and we think that we might see chapters of his life some some stuff from younger fat some stuff from yeah. I, i'm not i'm not sure how they would do yeah. it i think it would flashback be type stuff flashbacks mixed with what's going on just now on you now. know and exactly. but then talking about what's happened to him leading up to yep. this point maybe even a whole episode dedicated to a flashback you know i could see that kind of thing going on definitely yep. and and what i'd kind of said to you offline was you know there's a couple of different possibilities yes there's going to be some now time, you know, and that's post the Mandalorian season three, so it's possible Din Djarin could show up for whatever reason, um, at Jabba's palace somewhere else that Fett or or Fennec Shand meet Mando. You know, they're not they're not exactly enemies or anything, are they? They're going to be pretty friendly at this point, so you know they would chat to each other. I assume, um, or it could be that if we do do a flashback kind of thing that goes up to that time, we could see some more scenes that we kind of didn't see in Mando season yeah. three, where, you know, a personal conversation that happened between, you know, Fett and, and Jaren or something like that, that was kind of off camera or, season three. So there's a couple of possibilities. Im- imagine, I I can even imagine it being the, the final episode to help ca- carry us forward. And, I can almost see it. To yeah, considering where... this, this jumps into eventually exactly. Mandalorian season three. You know, I can absolutely wonder if maybe we might even get a council of sorts. Not necessarily they'll call themselves a council, but but where we're going to see all of the Mandalorian uh, armored characters, all of together. those with a, a stake in the name name of Mandalore. Whether that you know he. Yeah, you know. and this this is also going by our theory mm-hmm. that based on what happened in season two and the fact that Grogu's no longer with Mando, that we're going to move into more of that yep. the whole Mandalorian thing so going forward. I, that's where the story's going to go. That's that's just a theory. Yeah, but again, I think we might see uh, not just uh, uh, Jaren, but uh, as as well as Kara uh, um, uh, oh. oh fuck, not. Um, Bo-Katan and... Bo-Katan. <laughs> uh, Bo and uh, uh, her her two friends. Um, yeah. And and I I think I think we will. It'll be towards the the end of it. I I'm a full believer in it. Yeah. And cool. uh, what'll be great though though is uh to to see. To, to see th- that um uh t- towards towards the the end but 
the the number one thing that I want to see out of out of Boba Fett itself isn't even, and I I hate Disney because I know they're going to show it because they think we all really really want to see it. I don't want to see the actual escape from the Sarlacc. Do you? Let's not be hasty. Oh God! Come on! You want to see him shoot his way do you out, want, or you don't know out. how he gets out? We've talked about this before. Uh, Remember that book that was where he was speaking to the other guy that was in there, and it was a really kind of psychological thing mm-hmm. about him sort of getting himself to the point he could get out. That I loved that book. So if they had an episode that was like, you know, him practically going mental, um. Inside the Sarlacc. I mean, Disney's not going to do it that way, though. They're gonna, they're gonna solo a Star Wars story, and and he's gonna speak Sarlacc. Like he just got out ten minutes. <laughs> he's gonna later, speak Sarlacc and you get know. out. <laughs> he's gonna ask the Sarlacc. Oh, to well, out. I mean, then you know, then we'll see that shit, and we'll call it like we see it at the time. You know, if that's the way they're going to go. But I, I think I have to have a bit more faith in and so based on what we've seen from them so far. I but I just, I always, I I always look at because, and and it's hard. I, I'm bi- bi- biased because you got to remember this is this is new territory for me. I've never been a Bo- Boba Fett fan. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the <laughs> so, same. In fact, that, to that me, it's like, story that I talk about I was the only yeah. thing I ever really liked about Boba like, Fett. I, yeah. I already know, like you, you like that that book. I didn't, I didn't care yeah. for it one way or the other. So for me, it's just like I don't want to see that because I already know he he gets out. Let's let's see the shit we don't. Don't, which was one of the reasons I hated Solo so much. It's like, you guys are literally show, showing me shit I already know and don't care about. Let's see Han Solo, the best smuggler in the galaxy. Oh, wait, I forgot. Disney ha- hates Han Solo. But any anywho, um, I know it would be great, great right now, Cam, if you could please... Tell us about our great great sponsors over at uh, growgeneration.com. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. The Grow Generation commercial team is armed with industry-leading professional consultants. Grow Generation's team will help you fully manage any size or scale project. They offer turnkey facility designs, cultivation room design, and on-site project consultation. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Welcome back. Thanks to Grow Generation. Thanks for our sponsors. Um, and um, yeah, let's move on to talk a little bit, if you like, Kyle, about the Bad Batch, which is the next, obviously, thing, thing that is that is coming in Star Wars. And we don't have sort of too long now to to wait for May for that. Fourth. Obviously, the release date is May the fourth. Any Star Wars fan won't forget that particular day, which is commonly known as Star Wars Day. <laughs> and if you need me to tell you why it's known as Star Wars Day, why are you listening to this podcast exactly? <laughs> <laughs> is it just something to help you fall asleep at night? If so, you know. Let's, let's put it this way: there, I'm not going to explain it. There was a it. reason that there was a lot, a lot of anger at the idea of a December Star Wars movie. <laughs> May is more than just. The, the word May yeah, it, for yeah, May the Force yeah, slash Force. Because that's but, yeah. when the first movie came out and, and so on and so forth and, and all the other ones up to that point. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, so when it comes out, since we, we last spoke, we found out that the um, the premiere is actually 70 minutes long, um, which is kind of like movie length for an animated feature. 
be right. And, you know, and a lot of the kind of fans seem to think that what we're maybe going to get is a kind of what happened just after Order 66 kind of big climax thing, maybe even, you know, involved in Mandalore and what, what kind of happened there with Ahsoka and Maul, which was all kind of happening at the same time as the events of Revenge of the Sith. So that could be interesting, but we've also it's followed up the f- on the Friday. That's obviously a is it a Tuesday, May the fourth? I think it is. Yep. Yeah. And then it's followed up on the Friday, Friday by episode two. And we also found that we what we don't know is like how many episodes even is this show. We genuinely no one knows this, but there was a bit of information that came out recently. One of the composers was on uh, the Sith's podcast. Um, um, and he was talking about scoring the, you know, obviously the Bad Batch, and he had mentioned that he had just got done scoring episode 14 and talked a little bit, you know, there was a jungle scene and some stuff going on and how he was kind of doing the percussion for it and all that sort of stuff. So that's our first kind of any kind of clue about episode length, and it doesn't sound like he's talking about the finale either, um, because you would say, like, just get done scoring the finale or something yeah. like that. Um, it just doesn't feel kind of that language. So people are guessing that it could be anything from sort of 14 to 20 episodes long. And if that's per week, maybe average, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes uh, an episode, that's about average for a cartoon, maybe 22 minutes, um, then, you know, that's going to lead definitely right into Loki as well. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, that, that, that's going to go and keep fans at least with something to watch Star Wars going for quite a bit of time. It's our first so, new yeah. Star Wars, like true, true new other than that, that Lego holiday special, which I will say mm-hmm. outside of the, the life day celebration shit is still other than Mandalorian. That's the best Star Wars Disney has done. No joke. I I kid you not. I loved watching. I it. have still not watched. You it need you need to I just like have an aversion against life, Lego. I know the Life Day part is meant to be very comical and for kid, and it's also very tongue in cheek, poking fun at the corniness from the other one. But any anyways, yeah, it's the first. You mentioned Loki and and like it's a Marvel fans smorgasbord on this Disney Plus and. There's all these Star Wars projects in in the the shoot, and we're just like we're waiting to get the there. Um, we got Bad Batch, yeah. and then B- Book of Boba Fett very very and late. It, you this know, year. it's going to take a while. Yeah, yeah, it's going to we're going to have that gap between the Bad Batch certainly and you know the Book of Boba Fett. But if if the Bad Batch is something like twenty episodes long, yeah. let's say I'm not saying it is, but it could be. You know that that takes us pretty close to where you know we're going to start getting excited about the book of Boba Fett anyway and if you're an Omni kind of geek fan like certainly Kyle and I are and probably most of the people listening are and you like all the Marvel stuff as well you know then we have all of that obviously to carry us through so it will be interesting to see that we'll have both Loki and the Bad Batch probably going up on a Friday. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll get released at the same time. They won't have quite the same buzz about an episode of the Bad Batch as we will for Loki. Um, just, uh, you know, that would be different if it was The Mandalorian Season 3, I'm sure. But, you know, um, but I wonder if we are going to get to that point where 
you're going to have Star Wars and Marvel stuff competing against each other. Or whether somebody at Disney is sitting planning all this so that they've always got one in the go, but they never kind of cross over. Maybe it's okay to cross over animated, but do you think they'll cross over live action stuff eventually? God, I hope, I hope not. Uh... <laughs> But, you know, I, I hope like, in a year's time we're at the point where literally every single week there's yeah. something Marvel or Star Wars coming out. Like, one finishes and another so thing starts. In, in all, Beautiful. All in, in all all reality, yeah. I It's it's tough when you're covering stuff on the, on the writing side. It's also tough covering things here on, on the podcast side, you know. Um I have to watch almost everything twice. Uh, I was getting a few months ago. I was getting really, really bur- burned out on watch something, take notes, review it, record, edit, and and it's like, oh god, I don't, I don't want to watch it. I don't enjoy, enjoy it because it was like work. So I came up with yeah, this no solution. Way. I will everything that I review just about, um, like after we record this, uh. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to watch Dr. Stone with my family uh, in preparation to record, record uh, uh, anime versal later on today as you, you guys are listening tomorrow for me as I'm recording. But, but um, this Friday release thing, it's everyone. And I don't get it. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand. Like um, it's, it's not like, it's, it's it's not like it's live t- TV. I mean, that would affect us because, like, you know, if, if they're going to release, let's say, Book of Boba Fett starts on a Friday, you know, then we need to be able to watch that show before we can record Cantina. Yeah. So it could be Cantina has to move to later on on a Friday or a Saturday night. Then, you know, at the same time, you're maybe having to watch Loki because we're recording exactly Marvel Multiverse Mondays and blah 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 blah, so blah blah blah. It would be great. I know if, what you mean. If and I don't expect they would spread some of this shit out during the week. Basically, individuals, individual <laughs> uh, net, networks did this, guys. They 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 figured out times, slots, and dates to compete with with each other, and what show fits best on, on what day day of the week. These studios with their streaming services, you guys need to start doing the same because Friday is becoming my least favorite day. day. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still love the, you know, I'm working from home at the moment, you know, um, I still love that. I got up on a Friday and, you know, I'm trying to watch whatever the new show is, you know, so at the moment it's obviously Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier. And then I get to going right about it. Um, you know, which is it's kind of works out right for me, but I don't do quite as many sort of podcasts <laughs> as you. So, so talking about it's a little bit different than just putting yeah. your thoughts down on a bit of paper. Do you know what we really need? We need more volunteers, um, people in. We've we have got to be called for action out. So yeah. if anyone is interested in ever, you know, coming and joining the LRM team, if you're as passionate as we are about Star Wars, fantasy, comic books. Marvel, DC, Easy. whatever the, kind of, the genre you're into <laughs> as <Nice> you know, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> um, in this genre verse, if you like, um, then you know, 
drop us a line, you know, the details are on the website about how to do that. You know, we've yeah. some people just want to like just do podcasts only. Some people want to <laughs> learn, you know, how to write and stuff like that. That's absolutely they, uh, cool, you know. Uh, I got a prom- promise not to poach too many writers and bring them over to the to the podcast side. But yeah, Cam, that's that's a good idea. Ask yourselves who are who are you in this mast or this that vast genreverse? Who are you in this vast genreverse? Yes. Anyways, and, and come and <laughs> join ours if you, if you feel that yeah. you want to. Um, yeah, and that pretty much covers it for this week's edition of Cantina. Kyle, do you have any words of wisdom oh. at the end of this episode, or anything else that you want to talk no. about? Before oh, we um. Uh, <laughs> go go go! Read the fun, funny little bit about Ahsoka on lrmonline.com because that's that's hilarious. Um, I'm just gonna te- tease your. You wrote that, right? Yeah, I uh, just yeah. Te- tease you guys. Ahsoka rumor that isn't a rumor is the title. Just go, yeah, go, go read. It. I, it's I good. don't really it's want good. to. Good. Go. I don't want to give the rumor any. Yeah, more. go go read that on on lrmonline.com. It's it's definitely worth the read. Trust trust me. And and according to our our wonderful pl- plug in at the top that tells you it's only a f- four minute read. No, I will say th- this, Cam. <laughs> I have been con- converted to, to audiobooks for one purpose only, though. Bedtime. Yeah, it is amazing. To sit there and listen to the 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 Thra, Thrawn trilogy every but night going you, to bed. Don't you just like kind of fall asleep listening to it though, and then wake up and it's still going? It's, don't you uh, do Audible's that? Audible's got a t- timer. That would piss me off. Audible's got a timer, so I know it takes me, you know, roughly, you know, X minutes to f- fall asleep. But do you never like get up the next day and have to kind of say, "Oh, what, but I need to go back a little you, bit." You might need to go back a little bit but it's still fun like i i'm i love it i can't like listen to it in the car i can't li- listen to it in the shower or anything but just laying in bed and listening to it is is awesome so if you guys haven't tried um, out i try and read a yeah. little bit before i go to bed at night because it helps me wind down at the moment i'm reading the sloggiest book in the world so what's that um, I'm in Wheel of Time, oh, book God. which is considered the worst book of the um, of the fourteen. Um, not a lot is, happens in it, and that's what? the way I'm kind of feeling. Why are you fantasy fans so masochistic? Like I don't. Well, it's not masochistic if you enjoy it. I have enjoyed reading the series. This particular book is kind of like how everybody gets to where they need to be in the next one, apparently. And it's just not, it's so far anyway, you know, I'm not yeah. finished it. It's not that entertaining. Um, no, I don't have it. But, you know, else, I'll, I'll I'll say other than thanks to all of our, our great uh, listeners and uh, our awesome sponsors. Thanks very much, guys. Tune in next week, as always, for um, episode of the Cantinas on Fridays. Bye. Bye.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.